0: You're listening to Superhero Time, the after show. Okay, so... Leads um, to despair despair s- leads to suffering. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: suffering leads to sequels.
1: <laughs> which somehow or other brings us to the topic of Jessica Jones.
2: Yes. Jessica Jones. Speaking of things Disney's doing well.
1: Yeah, so we're going to talk about Jessica Jones as an entire series for a little bit, and it's going to be... Basically, spoilers-free, so, like, we're gonna just talk and spoil the shit out of this, so if you haven't so watched spoiler it... it's not
0: spoiler-free, it's spoiler- No, no,
1: spoilers-free, spoilers. like, we're free with the spoilers.
0: What is just
3: like, like, free samples?
1: Yes. We are handing out spoilers left and right, as long as you have a parent or guardian with you. Like,
3: like we're a bored old lady on a Sunday afternoon in a Target. That's what we're doing.
1: I've, I've uh, a couple times done the uh, giveaway samples job. Oh, because I was friends with an old lady at a Target. <laughs> of course, <it's> not. <laughs>
2: actually, did
1: it actually wasn't Target. It was she trick you into doing her job? I actually, think you got tricked. Actually, it was paid? it was it was the old lady I was friends with at Walmart. She raised goats. Um... Huh? Did you get did, now,
2: the, the important question? Did you get paid for this? Yes, I did. Okay, well, there you go. wait a minute. Did, did a
1: your mom purple... also give free
0: samples? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't home that day. Did a, did a man in a purple suit
3: <laughs> tell you to do this?
1: If I saw a man in a purple suit, I'd wonder if I'd fallen into the 80s. <laughs> it's so like, It's uh, like a dude walking around in a pink shirt. It just doesn't flow.
3: Right. But if a guy in a purple suit told you to do it, then you'd have to do it. Apparently so. Yes. Yeah.
1: Obviously, a man in the purple suit commands a lot of authority. Otherwise, he wouldn't have the self-confidence to walk around in a
3: purple suit. Right. It's, well, shit, it's like if that the... dude thinks he can wear that, he must know what's going on. Exactly. It's like the mm-hmm. dude who brings a spoon to a gunfight. You know, stay away from that crazy motherfucker. He knows what's up.
2: Wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so what is
0: it that Netflix gets about Marvel that this Hollywood does not
3: Okay, well.
2: I, I, and, and, and most, the, the most disturbing thing about it is Jeff Loeb is in charge of it.
3: <laughs> so my theory about that is, is what the difference to me between DC and Marvel, for instance. DC is a story of gods; they have mm-hmm. pantheons. The Justice League is a pantheon of gods of avatars. Marvel has always been about. The normal, grim, gritty, day-to-day dude or dudette who somehow finds themselves in crazy circumstances with powers and has to deal with it, not only with the power, but also their own failings as, as people and their own humanity. Right. It's a vast difference between the two comic book universes. Uh, right. Spider-Man now, gets right. colds. Yes. You know, he gets bruised ribs. You know He screws up his relationships. This grim and gritty, down-to-earth stuff that they're doing uh, in Hell's Kitchen uh, is just a is a distilled version of that
2: it's I, I and and personally you know i i do like most of the marvel movies uh but oh, I love I, them. It, it this does kind of hit a bit closer to what you would see in the ongoings basically the what you see in the movies are the big you know um events, events. yeah events. right um you don't you don't get to see like uh the everyday you know stuff where captain America gets, gets turned into a werewolf or something
3: yeah. uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I get you
2: um, but this they they have. To, I think the best part, the, the reason that they get to do that is because they have the room to breathe. And that's and really right. T- about
0: yeah, because yeah, as I've said time because, again, the movies are required to be spectacle,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. right? Like in TV the,
0: shows, they can't afford the spectacle, so they have to actually tell stories. The
1: well, movie, there's a counterpoint the movie, to that too, though, yeah. which is like the movies have to draw in a huge crowd to make back their huge budget. Mm-hmm. Being a miniseries on Netflix, budget aside, you know going in that this is going to be a relatively limited audience coming to this show. And,
2: and I, th- I think Jessica Jones feels like it was wor- worked on. They they do less, you know, even flashy stuff that they did in Daredevil. Oh right. yeah, absolutely. It,
1: it, and it, 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 or it is, it Daredevil.
2: It is, it is wholly driven by the actors and the writing.
1: And yeah, the and and because they know they're going to a smaller audience, they can play this a completely different way, which. You know, it. you can't sustain something like Avengers or the oh, Iron Man movies over the course of 13 hours.
3: Uh-oh. Oh, God, no, you'd be oh. exhausted.
0: <laughs> well, the difference is here is that, you know, if you could have an Avengers show, if you started writing characters and a pathos to people. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Which is, you know, what's draw me to the Netflix shows like Daredevil and Jessica Jones is that they're characters, they're stories, there's things to think about it takes its yeah. time you,
2: you, in the movies you never I care
0: about the people on it,
2: it right. you never right. would have you, you had the, like, the extensive focus on Karen Page
3: the, the, the distinction I usually make with characters is after you if you read something or you take in any media that has characters in it if after you're done you could think to yourself oh I could guess and assume what this character would do in this random situation because I, I feel like I know the person well enough that's a mm-hmm. good character you don't get that from the big Marvel movies, you know, just because they're big, spe- you know, like Tony Stark. I don't know how he would react to certain things. He'd make a, a witty comment, and that'd be it. But what does he feel about things? How would he? How would he come to his decision? Oh well, that's that's
1: the just- thing about Tony Stark. He doesn't feel. <laughs> like, of I, I no, I feel that's pretty confident. He'd
0: make a witty comment. Haha, he'd make a witty comment. I feel pretty
1: confident that the Tony Stark in the movie universe, like, he does not have emotional responses in the way normal people do. Right. Uh,
2: I think I think though for Captain America and you gotta kind of set aside the Avengers and Age of Ultron from the other solo movies a little bit because Sweden and uh-huh. and Age of okay. Ultron yeah, okay. yeah, I'll, Age...
0: I'll give you that, yeah. Uh I was basing that basically solely on the Avengers because in that right. movie everyone has the exact same character. Now, because now,
1: we didn't. But now,
0: no, come right. on, Winter Soldier. Yeah, they're a little bit more differentiated. And the
2: Russos sure. are in charge of Civil War and the next two Avengers movies. So. I saw and Civil War gonna
0: be weird.
1: I saw the Civil War trailer when I went to see Star Wars, and it looks fairly
0: compelling. It does. I don't understand how they're going to do Civil War when their universe is so small. Yeah, that's
1: kind because of... Because I,
2: I, 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 I think yeah. it's more they're taking the name and the concept of Iron Man fighting Captain America and throwing everything else about it out. See, Probably. and that,
0: that kind of interests me because it takes an idea and adapts it mm-hmm. rather than
3: trying to that's what they copy with, it directly. That's
2: what they did with right. Winter Soldier. Even if it takes some things literally from there, it's still not really the Winter Soldier. The core older.
3: concept is solid because we've done it and it worked well. The difference is... Is a, I don't give a shit about the Winter Soldier.
0: <laughs>
1: well, <you know. laughs> nobody gives a shit about Bucky, ever. <laughs> I mean, like, to that effect, I didn't even go see the Winter Soldier.
0: Mm. Oh, I, I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I thought I think, it was the strongest of the, I, the Wave yeah, 2 Marvel movies. I, I
2: think Winter Soldier is the strongest MCU movie so far. I, I so,
1: can't you know, say, Iron Man all events. you guys.
2: Um, well, okay, Iron Man's really good. It has some problems, one of which is Terrence Howard. <laughs> but, um... The Iron Man's really good. It's up there. But I think I think uh, Winter Soldier is the um, most solid of them.
3: Yeah. I, the thing like about Winter
0: Soldier is it it creates a style and identity separate from the rest of the, world of the universe by becoming a political intrigue thriller. Mm-hmm.
2: K- kind of like how Guardians of the Galaxy was Star Wars. <laughs> kind but of, like, but, the, but... That's,
0: more, that's a more generic thing to aspire to, I think. Yeah. Is yes. the, a big CGI cartoon alien fest, whereas trying to they tried to dial it back with Winter Soldier to be more realistic of yes. spies, and and that worked. They should do more of that, more specialization in these movies to make them more unique. Well, yeah, and yes. I think
1: I think political intrigue stuff is a good direction for a solo Captain America movie series to go in.
2: Mm-hmm. And what, that's what looks like what direction they're going in with the next one. Mm-hmm. To some degree,
0: they just need to find some kind of direction to take Iron Man in, since Iron Man three was completely off the rails.
3: Two, two was the worst. I'd say the only Marvel movie that I didn't that I actually am like, eh, about is, is Iron Man two. It was so forgettable. For, it's certainly- Iron Man, Iron Man two is well, forgettable,
2: and then there is the Incredible Hulk.
3: Yes. Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most they didn't make an Incredible Hulk movie, didn't they? Twice. Then, yes.
2: Iron Man two and the uh, no uh, no no wait no Incredible Hulk. It was just
0: before. the Incredible Hulk that was the only one in the Marvel scene. The, the Anglese Hulk is separate. However, right Hulk is amazing. It's I, weird and. Creepy and off-putting and creative.
2: I, I will join you on that one lone, you know, <laughs> that one one lone island of opinion, because I <laughs> I actually do, I actually do find some enjoyment in Angle's Hulk, which is everybody looks at me like I'm crazy every time. No, I see it,
0: it. it's it's a movie with a point, and it's a man's trouble with his father, and you know, most people weren't coming to a Hulk movie to see that.
2: No, that's why can, they weren't happy. And I can, under, I can understand that, but. But they're then, rock. Then, then the Incredible Hulk is just lifeless, basically. Yeah. It, it's as lifeless as the CGI that created him.
0: Ooh. But anyway, back to Jessica Jones. Um, yeah, back yeah. to the character, characterization. the shit and everything. Yes. Who is? Kristen but, Ritter.
2: Oh, yeah. Chris, she's good.
0: Tall slut, no panties.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All and, right. Well, I actually well you got Scott's attention. <laughs> I had never actually seen her in anything before, but so I was impressed.
0: Well, she was in Veronica Mars, and she was in The Bitch in Apartment Twenty Three, and she's yeah. great in everything. Mm-hmm. Can and she play I other characters? Really impressed. I
3: haven't seen her in anything else but this. Can she play other characters, but the kind of characters she played in Jessica Jones? Yes,
0: actually, her playing a character this dark, serious, and powerful is completely out of anything she's done before.
3: Good, glad
0: to hear that. Uh, just go Google image search for
3: tall slut no
0: panties real fast.
1: Uh, remember, to, remember not to have safe search on. It interferes with
0: the.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, though, I mean, I won't be talking much the rest of the uh, rest of the podcast, which may be this your is, plan. So. Is, these
0: are clips from a sitcom, so you're not going to see anything. I, I,
1: um, I was watching someone's video game stream once uh, last year, I think, and his chat somehow tricked him into googling "squirt" with safe search turned off. Oh
2: no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Everybody knows
3: how that ended. I'm sure. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So about the, about the characters, uh, the characterization is in the Marvel movie and the Marvel Netflix series is that mm-hmm. like with Jessica Jones. I can imagine her being in a different situation and going, oh, this is probably what she would do. Seeing how damaged she is, seeing how fucked up she is, and seeing how her mind works over the course of the series, you can go, oh, she'd probably do this. It probably wouldn't be the best thing, but that's probably what she would do. In fact, it
2: would probably be the worst thing, but regardless. And and not only
3: (laughs) Jessica Jones as the main character, but a lot of the side characters are so fleshed out that I can think, oh, this character would probably do this. Not because they're a stereotype, but because they have motivation, because they have experience, and because they have character arcs, where they grow and change.
2: Like, I was not expecting... Malcolm's character arc to be as fleshed out as it was because he I mean he's a character that exists, he's completely different in the comics, but they fight nope. awful lot with him.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean he had he had a really long drawn out character arc with this. Like...
2: And the be- I think the best part about that is, is that when you first see him you write him up you write him off just like Jessica does.
1: Yeah, you know. I mean, it took half the series just to establish what his deal was,
2: and then then once you get that reveal that you know he had been Kilgrave's, and you're like, oh, that kind of explains a lot. Yeah. Which there's a lot of moments like that in this show.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Ranger series Red does a great job in that role. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: does. <laughs> and um, I think we were talking uh in the charge about like you know the actors having the chance to, you know, do stuff in that show. And you can see that there was a lot of potential for him that he never really got to express even in RPM. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. No, he's, he is definitely a good actor and he's given a great, he's given a really diverse role here to work with.
0: Yeah. I I like how they use his hair as a key thing
3: about identifying him in scenes. Like he'll dramatically pull his hood and go, "Oh, it's him!" <laughs> right, right. And the other characters remark on it too. So it's not like it's just a hey, nudge, nudge to the audience. I mean, it's he. People make fun of him for it, you know. Uh huh.
2: Um, but no. So yeah, he was good. And I, and the thing about this is, is it sounds a lot like when they were setting up the Avengers movies. But I look forward to seeing how these characters are going to migrate all together between all the Netflix shows. Because that is the point. That is what they stated is the point. Mm -hmm. And just like throughout the entire series, you can't help but look at Jessica and go, you know, you could probably find a better lawyer.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and the way I was looking at it is I don't see her getting along with Daredevil that well.
2: No, I don't. And that. Oh, of... I mean,
1: to be fair, I don't see her getting along with anybody that well. Which, I mean, that's kind of the point.
2: Yeah. No, no, yeah, but um, like between you know her Daredevil, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist, I imagine that she's going to be the the one most likely to just you know say screw it.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: that seems likely. Luke Cage, motherfucker. You're yeah, Speaking of Luke Cage and
3: saying I just screw really it. To say that. Yeah. <laughs> Kept annoying my fiance you know, because we're sitting there watching. We watch it religiously. Like every time we come on screen, be like, "Luke Cage." <laughs> <She's> like, oh. <laughs> you, know, you know, I never... quiet. You're drowning out
1: his muscles. <laughs> okay, I, I, so I, on that I, subject, I, I, I was never... I was kind of I was not buying it when I heard who they cast to be Luke Cage because I had seen him in another show previously, mm-hmm. and shit, man, the muscles he put on in between
0: it I looks really? he like I, he's smuggling basketballs under his skin. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. He he I, is I, I, easily twice as wide as he was in the last thing I saw that actor in.
2: I think the I think the part that sold him to me was like when they when Jessica goes down to his bar and there's that fight, and then he just kind of like takes one hand and shoves three guys o- across the room. I'm like,
1: yeah, like no effort. Luke Cage. That is like, Luke Cage. No effort, no exertion. He's just like easily brushing them off.
0: Uh-huh. All at once, and well, probably, yeah. He it, takes it, the bottle in the neck, he just kind like of rolls his eyes like, God damn it.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: this again.
2: Uh, this shit again. Um, I never expected him to actually use Sweet Christmas twice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they actually pulled that off.
2: Barely. Uh-huh. Barely, but they did. They
0: almost didn't work.
2: <laughs> <laughs> almost? Like... It, it, and I think, like, the average viewer wouldn't think anything of it. Comic book fans are just, like, kind of cringing in their seat just the slightest bit when they hear that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's, I think it's worse for us because we know what it is. If we,
2: like, Yeah, it, like, we know where Luke Cage has come from. We know how far he's come in the comics. And right. it's like, ah, okay, 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 good, good.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping not to see like a, a a yellow vest open all the way down to his belly button. Well,
1: that'll be that'll be uh, reserved for his series.
2: Yeah, like his season finale.
1: Yeah, that, uh, yeah, his, that'll be his Daredevil moment. Oh okay. <laughs> god, <laughs> he's got an afro and big gold chains and shit. Uh, right, but see, but see, it's all on purpose because the afro is fake. It's it's part of his disguise. Right. Uh-huh. You know, and I,
2: I I liked how um you know, Cage his powers are well presented here and then it becomes like at the very end it is a detriment to everybody because for one she can barely beat him and then what she does the op- the doctors can't do anything because his skin is freaking impenetrable yeah <laughs> which I thought was great they so
0: yes. Rosario it's... Dawson which you know
1: yeah that, right. was, that was neat and <laughs> I was not expecting that to be a thing for an episode
2: and I, yeah I remember when I saw her pop up in the credit opening credits of that episode I'm like wait a second <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then, oh, and then for me, cringe. the most then for me, the most cringe inducing moment in the course oh, of that, Oh, the too. eyeball. Uh-huh. God,
2: dang it. I think everybody has the same reaction. I I
3: had to look away from that. I couldn't. Uh, I, the, I can't in the, in think the, wor- the worst
2: part of that is, is that they don't actually show it.
3: Nope. They don't show anything. I watched. Vessi had to turn and look away. Uh, I watched it and they didn't really show anything. But conceptually. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> but, but, but like, it's like they know that everybody's going to look away. So they don't show anything. It's
2: like right. Kind of, it's like they're kind of trolling the audience.
3: That's the best way to, to show horror is to not show anything at oh, all. yeah, the imagination do it.
2: Yeah, for oh, sure.
0: and um, speaking of other comic book characters, surprise, Trish Walker is an actual character.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Sur- she,
1: uh, surprise oh, no. too. Remember uh, throwaway Australian hacker from Transformers?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That's her. Yep. What the uh, shit? Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a couple things about her that I want to touch on, and what I like. Okay, Patsy Walker is.
3: Oh, it's Patsy!
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> and I like that too. Every time, every time he acknowledges
3: her presence, so it's Patsy. Goddamn funny! <laughs> every, especially the last one. I, I hate to interrupt, Ken. I'm sorry. I'll let you go. Yes, fine, but fine. that last scene where uh-huh. she reveals herself, and he's like, oh, it's Patsy! He's just so annoyed by it. I laugh my fucking ass off. That's a good
2: tenant. Um, that
3: was so good. Okay, I'm done. Um,
2: so, yeah. So in Marvel Comics, she existed before most of the Marvel Universe because she was a character in teen romance comics. And they, oh. they eventually retconned that when they brought her back as Hellcat as being comic, basically comic books written by her mother based upon her childhood. So some of the stories in those things are true, some are not. Um, the way they adapted that into being a former, basically a, it's not explicitly said, but it's supposed to be like a Disney. Oh yeah. show. Um, I think that is the perfect way to do that. And in the, in the, in the comics, she's basically a replacement in this show for what Captain Marvel was in Jessica Jones own comic, um, in the Marvel Universe, but it works really well here, and it works on a different wavelength because she's her adopted sister in this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but yeah, I was really happy the way they they handled her, and I really hope that they find some way to have Hellcat, you know, be in the fenders or next season. Of I Jessica just hope Johnson. they
0: don't Black Canary Hellcat.
3: Oh please, yes. Oh God. God. I know what you're talking about, and yes. Goddamn it, uh, Laurel, you
0: are the fucking worst.
3: Yes, she is. I hate Laurel so goddamn much. Every scene she's in is just cringeworthy. She's the worst fucking actress. But
2: but, but here's the thing. Trish is a good character.
3: Oh, fantastic.
2: And, like, she's
1: such a good character that, despite who she is comics-wise, I kind of don't want her to get just heroed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's more interesting, interesting, not. Although, yeah. she
2: she seems. I, I feel like from the very start, where you see that she's you know taking these defense classes and whatnot. Oh like, fucking
0: my god, Jesus!
2: I know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that's what they're si- setting towards.
1: Right. I mean, I just want they
2: take their time with it. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, it it
1: Yeah, it be shouldn't fine. be something that just like pops Happen. up overnight,
3: but like.
2: Because I feel like I feel like if this does well enough and we get another season, there'll be well, another season of this before we get to the
3: Fender. What I would like to see is her, like, being in a situation, they get attacked, so she fights back, you know, just in self-defense, and then she realizes, oh, I actually held my own. So next time they're out, you know, with another character, it's like, you know, it's like, well, can I come with you? Or and they're sees, like, well... Or
2: she runs into Daredevil and like, hmm, that might be an
3: idea. Or there's something, yeah. I mean, she she gets jumped or something. Daredevil comes to save her, but she's already knocked the guy out or something. I mean, you know, yeah. not, I mean, not I mean, make it obvious
1: she's... Like, before there would be a second season of Jessica Jones, that'd be kind of interesting if they could actually throw her into a couple episodes of Daredevil's second season Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. to
1: start Um, to build on that.
2: Yeah, and, and, um... Because,
1: like, Daredevil, sensory power aside, Daredevil's more her speed for, like, learning this. Right.
2: Speaking of Daredevil, uh, because this character ends up as a major major antagonist in one of the... More famous daredevil stories and known, I completely did not realize that Simpson was fucking Nuke until he got, they pull out those pills.
0: Uh, God, I don't know who Nuke is. I'm completely unfamiliar with that. But I do know, I I hated Simpson. I that, thought he, he was actor was to. weird and off putting, and you were supposed and, to.
2: And that was the point because mm-hmm. um, no, I don't actually, mean
0: like in a villainous way. And like I just didn't think he brought anything to the role that was charismatic. Villainy or hero wise, I thought it's like I think he was miscast.
1: No, I think he's supposed to come off that way though. Like he's yeah. supposed, he's supposed to come off like brute force ish
0: and not. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about in terms of acting. Uh, I thought he did not do the role well. Okay.
2: I, I thought he did both for what they were aiming for. But yeah, I mean that's kind of how I'm taking I it can, too. I can understand what why you would. Um, I uh, have that opinion though.
3: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, I, 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 I think we all understand what you're saying and we all see it, but I think we just took it in different ways because I think that his off-puttingness and his – there's something clearly wrong with this guy. Mm-hmm. There's something, yeah. something clearly yeah. wrong. Even
2: before, even before Kilgrave got
3: to him. Right, even before Kilgrave, yeah, there's right, something we find scary about out this, he's been I... experimented on and that will kind of screw you up. Right. Yes. But I think that I think the actor actually did a good job of making you feel that just a little bit weird about him. You didn't know if he was a good guy or a bad guy. You didn't know if he was gonna snap and okay, go into so a violent like, rage or not. When then he that.
2: shoots that, shoot that guy in the head.
1: When he appears Ooh. for the first time and is Killgraved, obviously he's supposed to seem off because he's been mind controlled and threatening, and then, then he, he, the he next never... couple, then the next couple appearances where he's evened out a little bit. Never, then you, never kind never of, you kind of, you kind of question off. like what his purpose is, uh, and yeah, but... then you jump to the the pills. Yeah, but, but yeah, I but, think it's the, the
0: middle part yeah. that I had the most problem with him, where he's there, he's progressed beyond being Kilgrave, and he's just sort of their ally, and he feels completely unnecessary, mm-hmm. and his hair doesn't suit his. Character at all. <laughs> I mean, that's a pithy thing to pick out. But I mean, part of the character. I agree look. with you on
3: that, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. He looks like Dennis Leary. <laughs> he does. Yeah,
2: yeah. And but,
0: um, it doesn't match his personality type. It, it's yeah. like imagine if he had a ponytail. That
2: right, wouldn't work right. either. It's too, I mean, it's the
0: same it's type of thing. Right? He,
2: needs he, to, he, he, he needs
0: He does. To he does. That would have worked.
2: Needs to be hi- needs to be hide hide.
0: Yeah. But um, one thing I love about his character, though. Is right when he and Patsy make up and they're boning, Mm -hmm. and Jessica comes in to interrupt them, and they're discussing their plan. He's like, turns like, "Well, we could do this." Like, shut up! You're just here for sex. Go be quiet in the other room while the adults are talking. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) No, um, I'm totally okay with all that. Which that is. Yeah, that's a classic role reversal feminism thing, but it's handled so well that it's not irritating.
2: Yeah. Exactly. and, And really, this is the best, you know, female hero in the MCU right now. Bar none. Uh
0: yes. Yeah. And I mean...
1: and even and like on that context, I almost want to say like his feeling of being unnecessary to the story I want to say it's probably at least partly intentional.
3: It's a little oh, lampshady. Absolutely. Yeah, it's a little yeah. lampshady because they are making that parallel of feminism and making the male characters be there for looks and prettiness and that don't matter. And he as a character existing knows that he's that way. You know, he has that feeling of helplessness. Hey, I want to help. Let's do this. And they're like, "Shut up. We're not doing what you say. You're not the lead of this." I mean, I know? Kind of, they, I kind they, of they really got like, a fine point on it.
1: I kind of like when they actually turn the corner with him and just go full out. Yeah, he's kind of nuts.
2: Kind mm-hmm. of. Does. And kind every of
1: every does. appearance is. Hey, let's kill that guy. Hey, let's kill that guy. Uh-huh. We should totally kill that guy. I have a couple guys I can get. We can go kill that guy.
2: Yeah, we can get right. kill the <laughs> shit out of kill Brave. <laughs> and it's like, like, And, and yet Jessica keeps reminding him, it's like, I need him alive to keep this girl you know, out of prison. <laughs> and, he's, and, and it just goes completely over his head every single time.
3: <laughs> right. But the thing oh, is, was he see. wrong, though? Because even me watching this, I'm like, he's going to hurt. Countless people, you're trying to save one girl, it's still a better idea to kill Kilgrave as soon as you fucking can.
2: And that's the bad thing. It's like I understand his perspective too. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. I I understand Jessica's completely. But well
1: and especially having been, you know, as a victim of Kilgrave, you understand that he would have this intense desire to make sure that could never happen again. Correct. Right.
2: But then he just flips his shit and it's like, Let's kill everybody.
1: Which was well, awesome. everybody who's interfering with his objective of killing that guy. Yeah.
2: Which is also Trish and <laughs> Jessica.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, Killgrave. Um,
1: yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh,
2: save, save, There save, was save, save, a save
0: lot this. of scuttle on Twitter when the show came out about people complaining about there were Killgrave apologists out there. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Seriously. Okay, so,
1: like, uh, I don't remember what which... Episode it was like I, th- I, I I
2: thought it was pretty evident that you know yeah there's no apologies there.
0: Well, th- here's what it, I think it comes from is that there's a time in the middle when they had Kilgrave walked up we're learning his origins yes where he's cast in a somewhat sympathetic light because, because he's like not villain. just straight up the most evil ah, prick on earth because but, some bad things did happen to him.
1: Well, but, and immediately before that though, when Jessica agreed to live with him. Yes. And for that moment in that episode, it almost looked like she could turn him around to make him not be evil anymore.
3: Because th- he th- never th- wanted to be evil. He he never set out to be a bad guy or be a villain. He was just trying to survive. Th-
1: th- the thing, he was but- never taught any better was basically the. yeah Because yeah, he, he was to it.
3: He was open to it. He's like, no, stay here and teach me. I'm willing to listen. Hey, I saved that person. That was weird. Oh, I could get used to this. Yeah, I mean, but even, he's not even
1: it. But basically, like almost in the same breath, though, like he expressed that he was interested in that just because he wanted attention and adulation for doing that.
2: Right, yeah. um, and the thing about it is also a lot of that comes from his perspective, and mm-hmm. him trying to vie for sympathy. And while you know some bad shit happened, at the same time. Only excuses so much, dude.
0: <laughs> right. Well, yeah. But yeah. I think it's important they showed us right. some part of him that made him not worse than Hitler because it makes the bad part seem all the much worse he's if he's not, not a... a complete monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not, he, if he's it, human in doing these things, that's a lot more frightening. It, right. Very it, well said.
2: It, 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 does, it does enough to make you wonder a little bit up until the point where he has his mother stab herself to death. Yeah. And then it's like, well, holy shit.
0: Uh-huh. But yeah, that, because we had point, that still, that little bit of wavering doubt of how evil is he actually or is could he to be saved. That
2: right. was,
0: well, yeah, and then
1: when he does yeah. that, it becomes – it's this a- huge a- blow.
2: Especially when you realize his parents were not what he says they were. Yeah. And then, you, then you're just like, oh, Jesus Christ. But then,
3: see, it, again, this is excellent storytelling because you don't have set villains. You don't have set heroes. They both have flaws. They both have – perfectly legitimate reasons for being the way they are. You make great characters and then you put them in a world and let them interact with each other. That's how you tell a good fucking story. And that's what they did here. They didn't go, he's the bad guy. She's the good guy. Now they're going to fight. They just said, Here are these two people that have Mm -hmm. different goals and here, here's how they're going to interact with one another. And it was brilliant.
2: And and that's a good way to make a character who is, you know, completely irredeemable, but still has, you know, enough depth to be interesting.
1: Yeah. Someone who' yeah. could, if he was completely evil, there would be no foothold to actually start to like understand the character
2: and and a lot- and a lot of that too is the fact that Tenet does a fan fucking fantastic
3: oh yeah, absolutely hell, yes, he is
2: like I think this is this is probably the best role he's had, like period yeah he of the he's two about...
0: roles he's had this is the best
2: <laughs> he's, had a, he's had others, but he's been not. on
3: plenty of things, but yes i <laughs> Of uh, the two
1: roles that nerds on the internet are aware of.
3: Right. Better, <laughs> yes. Oh, no. You're right.
0: Oh, no. There was yes. that time he was in G.I. Joe, right? Oh, Jesus
2: Christ.
3: <laughs> he played Destro. <laughs>
2: <sighs> that was the other doctor. He
0: knows.
3: He knows. <laughs>
2: that preceded him. Oh, the Scottish one, right? <laughs>
3: Destro-Scottish? Yeah, yeah. They're both Scottish.
1: Well, he has to be to be Destro, right?
3: Yeah, I think so. Sure, it's like um, a job
1: requirement. <laughs> <laughs> racism, racism.
2: <laughs> but um, so yeah, you know, at the point where Jessica ends up snapping his neck, which I did like how they set that up because, like, on the one hand, I knew what she was doing. Yeah. On the other hand, there was that slight sliver of a chance that he did
3: actually have control over her but that was great though because jessica didn't know either i mean she even said well he's his powers have grown they didn't know their plan was going to work this wasn't like a captain janeway bullshit thing where she knew the whole time (laughs) and she was six steps ahead they went in making a huge fucking chance yeah i mean because because he could have said yep i'm I'm taking trish and i'm gone i mean that could have happened
2: and that last part was you know on a whim because she she did that to make him say stop to make the other the other people stop which was kind of mm-hmm. really clever i thought
3: yes exactly i mean she i mean she did a classic marvel hero thing like spider-man does they uh-huh. get their fucking ass beat until they come out the last second and and pull something out of their ass and manage to survive and barely win which and, and i it, love it,
2: and it is nice because jessica is you know she's not thor level or something like that but she's about you know about about around maybe a little bit stronger than cap um
1: yeah, she's super-powered. Yeah, she, she's, she's super but, but she's not but as she, resilient as the problem.
2: No, no, yeah. she's not. And you, you don't see it much. Uh, but you see it enough.
1: Like the time she got shot.
2: Yes.
3: And stabbed.
2: Yes.
1: So, and
3: cut. So Okay, so let's talk about her powers for a second. Okay, for one thing, Luke Cage, and impenetrable skin, and also super-strong- whereas Jessica Jones is only super strong. However, yes. if you're going to be super strong, you're going to be lifting things that are so heavy, you have to also be tough or those things will hurt you right back. That's how physics works. Mm-hmm, right. My theory is that she could be more invulnerable if she ever practiced and built upon her powers and, 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 and sought to improve How do you them.
1: practice being invulnerable? Well, she because <laughs> she is
3: invulnerable while she's dive. being strong. <laughs> while she's punching through a brick wall, her hand should snap in half. But clearly she could do it because she's, quote, strong. Which means that when she's using her strength intentionally, she's also super strong and uh, vulnerable, but she doesn't know it. I think if she were to practice that, she could make herself be invulnerable uh, more often and without thought. Maybe. That's my an theory.
1: interesting concept,
3: anyway. I think she can improve her powers, um, basically.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah it's, it's because she well, it's to- her strength comes from unstable molecules.
3: I will stab <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um. But yeah, um, it was interesting because meanwhile, you know, contrasting to Daredevil where, because of the nature of his character and the fact that they always had, you know, a fight in every episode, you know, they use his powers constantly. Here, she uses her powers a few times here. Oh here. yeah, she's
1: very low-key with her powers, which is really actually kind of a fun way to handle this.
2: It, it, yeah. it, it, it's, one of those, it's one of those things where, like, if she was more overt about it, you'd wonder why did S.H.I.E.L.D. never come down on her. Right. Where here, it's like, well, of course, because she is so low-key about it that nobody's going to take her seriously. And they
3: give her a good reason to be so uh, low-key about it is, you know, because of her psychology and her past, you get to see why. It, it's no surprise. It doesn't seem like a contradiction. Oh, well, man, if I had superpowers, I'd use them all the time. No, there's a very good fucking reason why she doesn't use her powers. Right. You know? yeah. And you never question that because of who she is.
2: Mm-hmm. Even at the end of the series, you're like, she. you know she's going to still do the right thing, but... She might not necessarily like doing that. Mm-hmm. Which which is a nice contrast to the end of Daredevil, which was fairly hopeful. It was, you know, positive. It was, you know, he's he basically New York City's Batman now. Right. Um, but
3: Jessica Jones, you're sitting there thinking to yourself, oh, poor Jessica, what has she done? What has she turned herself into? My God, now she's a murderer, you know?
2: Huh? Again.
3: Yeah. I'm more worried about her than I was before.
2: <laughs> Actually, yeah. And it's like in the comics, you know, at the end of her series she hooks up with Luke Cage, you know, she's pregnant and then you know, it's it's happy. Here it's like Luke goes off somewhere.
3: <laughs> disappears.
2: It just he just flat up disappears. Yeah, and, but I because mean, cu-
0: like... she's pregnant.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: oh, you're a
3: terrible person.
0: No, I
1: like I mean and his disappearance is necessary both for his own series to be able to take place on its own for as much as it needs to and to not oh, he getting his
0: own series.
2: He is uh, next next fall. Oh, after, a, after, da- after Daredevil season, because I want
0: after, to see more of him shirtless.
2: After Daredevil season, 2. he probably will, because Daredevil season two is in the spring, and then Luke Cage will follow in summer or fall or something like that. Because they've already sh- they've already shot it or, or is it prequel now.
0: or sequel to this? Sequel. It's con- all okay.
2: continuing. All continuous. So it's a well, I imagine they'll
0: probably do
3: flashbacks to his origin in it.
2: Yeah, and, and I think there's been some scuttlebutt about him maybe appearing in Daredevil Season 2, possibly.
3: Hmm. So here's the other question. Is In the next, uh, maybe 2017, 2018, are there going to be cameos of these characters in the MCU movies?
2: Well, now, there is There's a time where I thought that might be a possibility. But given that um, uh, Phagey has basically – Phage – However, you you saying?
3: Yeah, I know who you're talking about.
2: Yeah, um, he kind of like wrested control of Marvel Studios away from um the rest of Marvel, so I don't really know how much they're going to be syncing
3: up from now on.
0: <laughs> okay, but there's, no, there's no barriers. What is Chris Evans going to be doing in a movie with Thor and Iron Man? Right. No, no,
3: I mean not. I mean not like. As well, a main I mean, anything, better than Hawkeye.
2: But... I mean, keep in mind these are the same movies. Better as than I have. Hawkeye. Yes. And <laughs> I love Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. Oh,
1: I mean, and but. Even to that point, too, like...
2: I mean, you, Spider-Man's going to be in Civil War. Come
1: on. You know, you could trade Black Widow for a few of these
3: characters, too.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay, but okay. aside from power-wise, why would you want a private detective hanging out with people fighting aliens?
3: But that's what I'm saying. They're not going to be hanging out. She's going to make a cameo. She's going to be in it to to establish they do all exist in the same universe, because they do. They make that very clear. But uh, that they cameo just, gonna...
0: just for a cameo's sake is dumb.
3: That's uh, just jerking well, off nerds. Well, she can... I... Oh, like you haven't done that before. <laughs> Nightly. <laughs> so, uh, but but no, uh, I, I, I think I, I still have okay it it. where she's oh. a good backup character. You know, they're like, you know, she does show up and she takes an order from Caps. It's like, oh, my God, those people out there need saving. Go help them, you know, or something. I mean, I don't know. It could be anything.
0: She's like, fuck you. I'm a okay. Where's my liquor? <laughs> <laughs> she walks off stage. Or that, too. I mean, you know.
2: I like Wolverine in first class.
0: <laughs> best use of a single F-bomb ever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Best use of Wolverine ever, probably. <laughs>
0: In the movies, for sure.
1: Yeah,
2: well, I, I, like, I like the Wolverine, but besides that... I think you and me uh, are
0: alone on that as well.
2: We are. <laughs> well, um,
1: Ken, how do you feel about Catwoman?
2: I haven't watched it yet.
0: Oh, it's terrible, but you should <laughs> still watch it. <laughs>
2: I did watch. I did. I did start Sailor Stars though, because it's on Halo now. Yay! So,
0: so um, let's talk about the world's most unbelievable lesbian romance between character uh, <laughs> and the guy playing uh, a woman. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, wow!
3: And they kept his name as Jerry.
2: <laughs> Hogarth is a piece of work.
3: Well, no, I, I like Hogarth's character. Again, a yeah. perfect Marvel character. Not a good guy, not a bad guy. Driven by their past, driven by their desires. Scott, 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 it was a lawyer. They're bad guys. Well, yeah, I know. But I mean, well,
2: what, wait, wait, what about Matt Murdock?
0: He's not well, a, he's a lawyer. Dead. He's Daredevil. <laughs>
2: he's also a lawyer. Uh, he's not a
3: lawyer. He's an attorney. Oh. That's true. And it's like Superman. He, I mean, he's Superman. He's not like a reporter for a newspaper.
2: Sure, he's a defense attorney.
3: Yeah. Right, so he's a good one, not a bad guy one. Not a bad guy. <laughs> a bad yeah. guy that's that uh, uh,
0: that's different being a reporter and a paparazzi. No, no, no. Yeah. Um,
1: Matt Burdock is an unsuccessful lawyer, therefore, he's a good guy. <laughs> 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 There's your delineation point. I
2: guess it's a good point. The um, MCU, especially. Uh, okay,
1: so <laughs> the Hogarth relationship thing would have worked more if the girlfriend was not so much more visibly younger and more attractive.
3: I don't know. I think it makes sense. Or, I mean, she's yeah, a high-powered or... lawyer. I mean, of course she's going to be nailing her little secretary.
0: I think it would have worked more if, like, it did not feel so tacked on and unnecessary to everything. If, like, it was kind of there just to establish a C-plot.
3: I, I just, was, I, yeah. I disagree because it gave Hogarth that vulnerability. It gave her something that she could lose. It put her in a situation where she was desperate and you had to wonder, well, is she going to try to use? Is she going to be so arrogant as to try to use Kilgrave to get what she wants?
1: Well? Well, yeah, but at the same time it, it takes you like 9 episodes to get to that point and the whole time up until then it's like please, no more.
2: It's like it, it, up until then it's like horrible people being horrible to each other and those are the parts right. of the show where I'm kind of I I do kind of Hey, kind of like it, the stuff. scene where
0: uh, Hogarth takes her her girl toy to the restaurant where she proposed, and the is yes. are there waiting. It's like, really? Right. Yeah, no, at no. that point, it's really and, hard to and tell did, who... did this start airing on the WB? <laughs>
1: and Ooh. At that point, too, it. it's really hard to decide who's that supposed turned, to be that in that the wrong
0: it. here, because it's
1: obvious the doctor is stalking her at the same time.
2: Like I, Literally, yeah. at that point, I'm like, did I just turn on Arrow accidentally? <laughs> <laughs> what the oh. here? <laughs>
3: Ugh. But Ken, I, I totally agree with you about horrible people doing horrible things to one another. What, uh-huh. what I despise stories like that. It, what a useless junk of yeah, media that is! And, I and, agree and, with you.
2: and well, I mean, it's just like at that point, like I feel nothing for nobody in those scenes. So it's kind of
3: why yeah, the fuck am I watching this? Yeah, it's
2: like, can I please get back to Jessica? Thanks.
3: Yeah, <laughs> show me Kilgrave for God's sakes! You know.
2: <laughs> oh, and that's that's another
1: thing I want to point out too. Oh, yeah, it was, it was to say, great Kilgrave that they more, they took. They took time before even showing Kilgrave on screen, really. Yes. So he was this looming, abstract threat uh, before you ever saw him as a real well, person. Honestly, the,
2: the, 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 the only disappointing thing to that is that months before the show, when they first got, when people first got, you know, shots of David Tennant on set, those were plastered like at the headlines of every news site around. So I had everybody had already seen him. And that kind of does.
1: It doesn't. A, it doesn't matter though, because like, the. And that's, the not, you know, no,
2: that's, not, that's not a fault of the show. That's a fault of you know. No, you but know. no, I don't think, think the is physical
0: it, reveals what's important here. It's it, not like revealing a movie monster or anything. Well, it's within uh, the narrative of it. Everything.
1: Yeah, it they made take the time his first appearance. Kilgrave. It that's made true. his first actual appearance so much more powerful. Oh,
2: it does! It does. Um and it, but in the, the way he you first see his face is really just kind of casual she drops down and he turns around and is like
3: oh right <laughs> yeah. i yeah i love the way they did the reveal cuz there's like shadowy bits a little bit more a little bit more and then yelling, just yelling the yelling, reveal
2: yelling, yelling
0: yeah, yeah. yeah nothing i like about kilgrave is that he doesn't always use his powers for the most horrifying thoughts imaginable sometimes it's just very simple like get out of my face go away uh-huh. Right, and, it's not I, always you know the, strip your flesh off with this rusty razor blade. The, the, right, the, the thing about he's not always ultra evil. One, one thing about Kilgrave is that
2: his powers are one of the most effective demonstrations of uh, superpowers, I think, in the MCU, and that's largely because of Tennant's delivery—just the way he delivers a line. It's something about the way he delivers it, and then somebody just goes off and does something. I don't know how to even describe it. It It's believable.
0: It's like he delivers the line in italics.
2: Yeah, basically. That's exactly it. And I don't know how to describe
1: that. Like, basically, you can kind of see him leaning to one side as he's saying it so that it comes out on a
0: slant. It's like your brain picks out, this is a command. I'm paying attention to what you're saying. Uh
3: Uh Right. And one other thing I liked about Kilgrave is the fact that he, again, about sympathy for the character, he's like, do you know how difficult it is? I have to be very careful what I say to people. I want the totally guy to go screw himself. You know? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't control his powers in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. His powers control him. So, again, uh-huh. he's a victim of his own desires and his own uh, anger and temper and you know loose words. So he he can say something without even thinking about it, and it'll be carried out literally. How frustrating! How oh, insane it, would it be it, if everyone like, took I, everything he said literally?
2: I, I, I sat there and thought about that yeah. for a minute, and it's like, and again, it's a thing where it doesn't excuse him, but no. I can I, I can sit there and it's like, damn.
3: Because yes, you, you imagine being a good person, if you had that power, you couldn't turn it off, and everything you say get taken literally by everyone around you. You would make a mistake, and someone would get hurt or killed.
2: Mm-hmm. Or fuck themselves. And, you
0: know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it might not be making a mistake. I mean, mm-hmm. think of the, the frustration you, you inhabit on in a, a regular day. i just saying, you know, waiting behind someone at the ATM. Mm-hmm. Why don't you have the power to fix that?
3: Right. How could you not use it?
2: then it's like, oh, that worked. Well, you know, why don't I just, you know,
3: mm-hmm.
2: ask this person to give me their wallet?
3: <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Right, because you're not forcing them to do it, in a sense. You're making them want to do it. Eh?
2: Well, that gets, that gets in kind of a gray, yeah. gray zone there. Yeah. His, the
3: I point. have to say, the way they handled his powers was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Because, I mean, and as a writer... What this guy, this character was made as a writer's wet dream because you write the words on the page and then the other characters do the words that are on the page because they take them literally. At so the, at, I mean,
2: at, at the same oh. time, it's like, it's like it's like you can tell it's like they had to kill him in the last episode.
3: Oh, absolutely! Oh, yeah, yeah, they had like, to. There was no stopping.
2: Like, 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 <clears throat> like, this is a guy who if he had more ambition, he could walk up to Bruce Banner and take up, take over the world. But he doesn't yeah. have that ambition.
3: No. Oh, you mean the well, big green guy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so here's the other here. Okay, here, there are a few things that, are, that annoyed me about Kilgrave and the powers and all this kind of stuff. Okay, so obviously you have to hear him in order to carry out what he wants. It's not telepathic. Everyone knew that. So yes, why didn't they go around with earplugs or white noise generators it, well, or uh, gag yeah, but, him? But,
1: but Patsy did in the. Uh, last, last episode.
3: episode. Event, yeah, the last fucking episode they did all that stuff, <laughs> right. But they knew all this stuff before. Why didn't they, when they had him, cut his goddamn tongue out? Well, he can still testify if he can write with his hands.
2: Valid? <laughs>
3: <laughs> rip, rip out his goddamn tongue. Problem solved! He's can got I mean, all the powers in the world, but he can't use them. What a great end to a villain like that. I mean,
2: I guess I guess that that, that would be the other way to defeat him without killing him, would be to just... You have Jessica reach in his mouth and rip his tongue out. Right. That would have actually been pretty great. The <laughs> and, how, Well, the be...
1: other alternative I was thinking would be, like, he just takes a head wound and it robs him of the ability to speak. Mm. Or, you know, he takes a head wound and has a stroke and he's aware but is unable to communicate to the outside, which would basically be hell for him for the rest right. of his life. But
2: at, at, the same, at the same time, so long as he was breathing, there'd always be that temptation to just... It would almost be it No, it would almost be too easy to
1: use him. Well, that's what I mean. From a writer's standpoint, just fix him and use him again. Right. right. No, I'm just thinking, oh. like, you know, instead of killing him, like, it could have gone into a direction where it's torture for him to continue existing from that point on, mm-hmm. which I think would be very thematically appropriate to
0: the tone of the show.
1: It
3: would be fitting would. for him, too, considering would, all the yeah. horrible things he's done to people.
0: Right. It could be possible that it could be something Tenet requested that he didn't want to have to come back if they wanted to use the character
3: again. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm sure he's got other things he's doing, but mm-hmm. but still. I mean, but then again, again, looking at Jessica Jones, she made the decision, I'm going to kill him. I mean, and for a yeah. good reason. So it's kind of like, well, to let him live would have been a cop-out <laughs> mm-hmm. for the character.
1: Well, and at the same time, too, if she made the conscious choice, I'm going to cripple him so he suffers for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. Like, That's not takes, very heroic. Yeah, it takes her down to a wrong level. Right, so, it was so, more heroic so, so, so,
2: to kill him, but, basically.
3: Yeah, it was more heroic for her Which, to remove this person from existence. That was the the the, the most heroic thing she could have done. Ba- ba-
2: basically, yeah, basically, whereas it's the opposite of Man of Steel, basically.
3: Where, yes. Um... <laughs> I was, no, no, I agree. I was thinking about that too. How Superman killed, and we're all like, "What the shit!" But yeah. Jessica does it, and we're like, "Yay!"
2: <laughs> like, no, yeah, no, that makes sense. But and
1: like it makes sense too because they spend thirteen episodes establishing why this person cannot live. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just by the end, you're like, "Do it already! Kill him! Get this over with!"
2: I mean, I mean, plus when when, when the girl dies, you know he's the, you know you know Kilgrave is going to die. Yeah. There, yeah. There's there's yeah. nothing stopping Jessica at that point, point. and that's like three episodes from the end of the series.
1: Not only is there nothing stopping her anymore, but she has a direct motive to actually go kill him. Right. For all the shit he's caused.
2: Well, I I mean, at that point, the only reason she wasn't was because of her.
1: Right.
0: And the reason why Jessica can get away with killing him was because Jessica isn't really a superhero story. No. This is classic film noir detective stuff.
2: Yeah. And the detective does
0: kill the bad guy.
1: It's detective with some thriller stuff mixed in.
0: Yeah, but I... I mean, this is classic black and white 40s serial. Right. You know, for the most spe- part.
2: Spe- Speaking of superhero stuff, I do like the one scene in the flashback with um, Trish in the um, jewel suit.
3: <laughs> that awful costume. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> I loved it.
2: I mean, it is ripped directly from the comic book, too. Yep. It's an awful costume. <laughs>
3: but yep. The reason why Superman
0: can't kill is because Superman represents an ideal of yes. doing the right thing at all times. Superman is it,
2: basically, you know, he he's supposed to, you know, stand for, you know, hope Superman is a
0: morality right. play. Yeah. Yes. Right. Not Superman the fictional
1: not Superman the fictional work Superman the character is a morality play yes
3: yes <laughs> <Precisely>. <laughs> oh yeah, all uh, in all yeah my only my only complaint about Jessica Jones of the series was the fact that the characters even though they knew there was one point uh and this kind of goes what I was saying before that they that Simpson I think was like. We need to know, and I think even Trish was like, we need to know everything we can about Kilgrave. We need to know his habits. We need to know how his powers work. We need to know ranges. We need any details. We need to know about our enemy to defeat them. And Jessica was like, I don't give a shit. And I was just like, that is the dumbest way to approach this. Yeah. You know, I kind of see how she'd be that way, but at the same time, I was so irritated with it. Oh, yeah. She, was, like,
1: she would totally it, get tunnel vision like that. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah,
3: but they knew, the characters knew, okay, well, you have to be able to hear him, otherwise, how can you follow his commands? Happened it has to in range. Yeah. You know, so why don't you make some fucking preventative measures, like wear earplugs or something that makes noise you can't hear him? And eventually they got it like the last two episodes of the series, but yeah. they knew halfway through, and there could have been, there were definitely certain scenes, especially when they had him captured. It's like, how could you not, like, take these precautions? That's so simple and so easy to do. Come on.
0: Yeah, and unfortunately, that's no, one of two those. reasons. Like Jessica, like I guess we said, was blinded by our own shortcomings. I mean, all she was seeing is what the target. She couldn't think. Mm-hmm. Right. The other thing but is because if you have your characters get too smart, one. you lose a narrative. Right. For
1: that's sure. like unfortunately, that is one of the victims of having to tell the story in this structure. You have to not give them too many advantages too quickly, because if they start wearing earplugs and everything. Kilgrave loses all of his effectiveness, like well, not all of it, but in most situations. Um, like after just immediate figures-
0: fear, a danger of him saying something to the characters from the audience point of view.
1: But
3: the thing is, it's always at a try Let's say, let's, let's say they're wearing earplugs; they can't hear anything, which means they can't hear each other, they can't hear a bus coming, they can't hear all kinds of stuff. So imagine the scene where it was that weird, tinny, high-pitched keening noise when you have earplugs in too long. Imagine having an entire scene of them walking down the street and only hearing that. Ee- and and not being able to have one of their senses. That could have been portrayed very well, and they finally realized, man, this isn't fucking worth it, because we're even, we're in more danger not being able to hear. Well, <laughs> fine, Scott. Street. Thanks for ruining the show for me. You're very welcome. It's possible <laughs> doing something
0: like that in the writing and decided that it just really didn't benefit the story to do that. Yeah,
1: perhaps. Um,
0: that Basically, it's just sort of explaining a loophole, but it's, it slowed things down to include I'm a awesome. scene like that.
1: But, um, so like after Jessica figures out that she is immune to his power and it changes from, she's not under direct threat from him, but he starts turning everybody around her into weapons to use against her that she can't stop. Mm -hmm. Right. Brilliant moves. But I mean, you know, in the case of white noise or earplugs or whatever to stop that from happening earlier, like we just would have escalated into that a little bit sooner.
3: But I think that would have made sense because, I mean, because it is, it's always an escalation of power. You know, it's it's like the Cold War kind of thing. They have weapons, so you get bigger weapons, so you get bigger weapons, et cetera, et cetera. And that's what happened throughout the course of the series. They started learning each other. They learned each other's tricks, and they would just stay one step ahead of, of one another. So, I mean, right. I don't I don't see any big deal about moving up by a phase and making it where the characters weren't so fucking stupid they couldn't realize. Because you know,
0: moving that up means you'll lose that scene for the finale. Yeah,
3: I, I, yeah, I suppose. The,
0: the finale should be the, the, the highest tension point of the show. And it
1: right? was. And it should be the culmination <laughs> now, of everything everybody has learned over the course of all the preceding yeah, episodes.
3: Yeah, right. And putting it all together, because I mean, I'd say the the final scenes, the, you know, the final ten minutes or whatever were just brilliant. They were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, Trish coming in as the distraction and this. I mean, just all of it was done so well. I was on the edge of my seat, and the payoff was good. It all made sense. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so good.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, like, it's hard not to compare this to Daredevil in some respects, and in that way, like, Daredevil had this one really good shocking moment, which was when Karen killed Wesley. (laughs) Yes. That's just so
2: great. It's like you're like, ah, she ain't gonna shoot me,
1: and the audience thinks the same thing, and then you know, (laughs) then no more Wesley. And I didn't feel like this show had a moment like that, but at the same time, it's like that tension level was strung throughout just at a lower level, but it was there the whole time. I, I
2: think that Jessica Jones feels that much more raw than da- even Daredevil did to a degree that I don't think it needed something like that. Yeah, no, I
3: agree. No. Yeah, I agree, because Jessica Jones was so emotionally raw. I mean, because there was a lot of raw physicality that was raw and in, in, in vulnerability that was in Daredevil, him being blind and, and you know, getting Daredevil, his ass it. And
2: the show is violent as fuck, but <laughs> right. it's, not, it, it's not... There's something about... It, that both of these are obviously aimed at older audiences, but something that, that about Jessica Jones' storytelling that is more
3: I don't
2: want to say mature, but that's basically kind of what it is. Yeah, because it, the main uglier. villain
3: raped yeah. the hero for years. I mean, yeah. you know, it was it's a rape story, for God's sakes. So of course it's yeah. darker. Ugh.
1: Um, and, yeah, I mean, even beyond that, it's just it's a PTSD story because of all the other yes. stuff she was forced to do beyond being raped by him
2: right, right. like kill you know just to kill Luke Cage's wife right which is which I, I think my that my one complaint is that that is one hell of a coincidence that yeah she's in right Yeah, but and like I, I, I can roll with it because it's but was it a
3: coincidence or was it a consequence
2: ah yeah that's a good point but it is marvel comics also at the, at the end of the day so i can roll with it because they've done worse Oh,
0: can yeah. literally explain what Luke Cage's wife was doing with this info on
1: Kilgrave. Yeah, like that's what I was about to say. I don't. I may have Season missed two, something, baby. but there was no context for why she had that I, USB drive.
2: I'm wondering if there's more there in his show. It of very well there,
1: could be probably.
2: Though. Well, come on. I'm guessing let's she's at...
0: probably connected to the experiment which made Luke, which is probably connected to the scientists that made Kilgrave. Exactly. Yeah. And exactly, which,
1: might, which, which probably uh, but, connects and to the stuff that, yeah, the stuff that made Jessica, Jessica, and probably <laughs> also gave Daredevil his senses.
2: <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yep,
1: <laughs> which just, he's basically, right. Which basically just leaves how,
2: how the hell do you tie Iron Fist into that?
1: Um, uh, what's her name? The Chinese lady from <laughs> well, Daredevil. Oh, oh
3: yeah, I, I know. That, oh yeah. But, uh, uh,
1: what was her name?
2: Uh, I forget. Madam, Madam, I don't
3: um, give a fuck. Madame Gao, right. Yeah, Madam Gal, very good. Yes.
2: Banana. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think I think I think I think <laughs> I think it's obvious he's going to have some connection to her. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I saw where somebody posted like connecting steps to like tie that together, and I don't remember the details, but um, uh-huh. it seemed to make sense at the time.
2: Yeah. No,
1: but I mean, all that, I... all of it's going to tie back together where they have.
2: I like the even loosely tied, in,
1: interconnected origins.
2: I, I like the way it's tied, tied in now because it's not like – it's going to be more overt eventually. But the way it's done is because they have the time and the room to breathe, they don't have to beat it over your head with. Like the movie's
0: Right. Been. Yeah, they're not ham-fisting you with the connections of the shows yet. I mean they're – Right. It's subtle. Fair.
2: I mean I even mean, having
1: an episode with Rosario Dawson's character, they're helping – is and, not. And, it doesn't feel like it's beating you over the head. It's just like, well, they're not, in the same not, neighborhood. This yeah. kind of makes sense. And
2: not right. so subtly, you know, not so subtly lampshading Daredevil himself. But right. you know, she's like, you know, I have somebody I can call, and then everybody in the audience immediately groans when she says no, and you're like. Ugh. But you know why, and it's it's fine because you don't want you know Daredevil swooping in and stealing her thunder at the last second. Well, and,
1: and it, it's exactly the Kill same
2: Grave. reason oh, why yeah, which I think was probably more Jessica's concern than anything else. Uh,
1: yeah, and it's, it's like, wait, it's...
2: you know a superhero? Keep him away from this shit.
1: Well, and it's also the same reason Luke had to be incapacitated for most of the end of it and then disappear because otherwise there's something to stop him from coming and stealing her thunder too. Yeah. Because, like, he has every reason also to want to just drop out of the sky and, you know, pound Kilgrave like a spike into this concrete. And, that was, I mean, that was a little gay.
3: That was, that was a little gay, I have to say. <laughs> just drop him from behind and just pound him until he just squeals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like Jessica did. <laughs> yeah. He it from behind. <laughs> oh, man.
1: No, because it, it's like watching it and knowing Luke Cage is around in the background, it's all too easy to be like okay, he can just pop in right now and, you know, diffuse the situation but no, that takes away from the whole point of this. Right. So you need to keep him sidelined.
0: No, we need that Magneto's helmet to keep Professor X from ending the situation before it even starts. Right.
1: Look, yeah. blame X-Men's writers not this show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: But, uh, yeah, all in all, I mean, I was just extremely pleased. I mean, I, I really thought that Daredevil was like, man, how could it get better than this? You know, and I was very skeptical of Jessica Jones. I mean, I liked the concept of uh, reading about the villain, reading about the character. I was like, how the hell are they going to do this? It, just, it doesn't even sound fun, you know, because like, like Ken was saying, it's like, like horrible things happening to horrible people.
1: And I mean, yeah. I mean, but it, in it one it sense, wasn't it's way. not fun, but it's really compelling to watch. It grabs you and holds on to you yep. from start to
3: finish. Cause they make you care. I mean, yeah. and also the flashback stuff of seeing, uh, Jessica Jones and, and Trish and all them as kids with the mom being the, you know, the, the helicopter parent who's like, you know, uh-huh. pushing her daughter to be a star and all this stuff. I mean, even then all, all of the B plots I enjoyed, I, I, I was invested in all of the B plots, which is rare for me.
1: Uh, yeah. You just don't care about the C plot, which is uh Hogarth and her triangle.
3: Yeah, it yeah. was okay. I mean, I I still saw the value in that. I didn't care as much, but I was okay with that. I never I, I was never watching and going, okay, let's let's wrap it, let's move on. I was like, okay, well, let's see where this goes. But but the stuff of uh, her flashbacks, of Jessica's flashbacks, I thought was very well done. Mm-hmm. You know.
0: Oh and, oh shit! Uh, Robin and Reuben.
3: Oh God!
2: Damn. Oh, well, yeah. Man. Oh, man. The, the,
3: the the oh man. What the fuck was that? What was that? That
0: was Those were comic book weirdo neighbors. You could smell that through the acting. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. They're there they are the, to make the building she lives in kookier. Uh, it worked. But, I love how Robin's character transformed.
2: Huh, yeah. Where Everybody, she's just a psycho
0: crazy bitch. And then she, she had a reason to be crazy and angry.
2: Yeah, everybody's lying to her about her brother being horribly mutilated and murdered. Well, she did have a... Kid.
3: Go ahead. She, did have, she did have a character arc. She did have character growth. So, yeah, you're right about that. First, I was going to disagree, but I got thinking about it. No, you're right. She she did start off in a certain way, go through changes, learn something, and then acted differently because of those changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I still didn't like her, but... <laughs> no, but... I, I, don't, I don't really think you're... She wasn't me. one note. Yeah. That's true. She was two or three, but not many more than that. She wasn't in a whole melody, in my opinion, but still, that's... <laughs> no, that's... I mean... Faint damnation.
1: Little bits and pieces. She was necessary to for the story to proceed as
3: it did. But yeah, really. The,
2: mo- the, the moment she rips that tape off of Kilgrave's mouth, I'm like,
3: <gasps> oh, I know. Oh God. Yeah.
2: How badly is this going to end? And it ended with somebody, you know, their throat being cut open. So <laughs> yeah. Good job, Robin. Mm-hmm. Um, I-
1: You'd make Batman proud. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, the same see Reuben brings Jessica banana bread.
3: <laughs> you like it's banana bread? So... No. Yoink. <laughs> I, I like at the end
2: where Malcolm pauses. Like, it wasn't crack, was it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Of course, my whole time, I was just thinking, it's semen. It's definitely semen. Oh, okay. Of course. <laughs> definitely put semen in that. Come on. Something you Reuben see the little tails right? wiggling out the outside of the bread. <laughs> oh, God. Just one giant sperm.
0: Fluff around like a little minnow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a tadpole.
3: <laughs> so anyway.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: Yeah. That went somewhere. So I um, think for... the Luke Cage series will
1: probably be fun when they get around to that.
2: Oh yeah. And um and Daredevil season two, I'm really looking forward to both Electra and like, I,
1: I was kind of afraid Daredevil for being the level of quality it was, was gonna end up being like a fluke in this uh-huh. process, but yes. no. No, like, this is it's actually kind of, a solid thing that they were pushing
3: through with. It's
2: kind, of like, it's kind of like the Dino Charge thing now, where it's like, okay, the second one was good. Okay, we're good.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I I know it's not Jessica Jones, but uh, the Daredevil, I, I have to bring up the hallway scene. I forgot what episode it was. Like, oh, two, episode two. Episode two. two. Yeah, episode two, the hallway scene. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, is that not the greatest thing you've ever seen in your life? <laughs>
1: for keep show yes it it was until um somebody pointed out like there's if you look close up there's you can see where they are cutting multiple shots together to make that oh, sequence oh yeah. Like, I, I
0: strongly suspected that it was made from multiple cuts spliced together, but it is a very a, seamless splice. Oh yeah,
1: it's a it's an excellent editing job, I, and it makes for an awesome looking sequence. Like, it was
2: I, like I don't really care. It just looked, looked no, organic. just oh. like
1: on the first watch through when I wasn't thinking about it in that context, it was just like, man, one shot that is amazing. Yes. Like on every level, and yes. it's still an amazing sequence. It's just it kind of loses the the amazing cinematography thing because they didn't cinematography stunt work not being all one sequence but it's still
3: really cool I, I uh, do we have confirmation that it was multiple scenes spliced together or are you just surmising that
1: well uh, like I'm going by I've heard other people talk about it
3: who
2: I mean from what I've read they did a couple different takes of it but
3: but still all filmed in one scene because until I get confirmation I'm going to take that, it as being what it is
2: it, cause what I've read has been kind of not that so I'm not sure Unless unless
0: something else... Well, okay, which is the simpler explanation? They did all that in one take? Or they cleverly cut together scenes?
1: Like, I would say the second option is more likely from a production standpoint. Yeah. Just because Mm -hmm. keeping all that stunt work on time and on point...
0: Because there's scenes where he walks out of the room, so... Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And, like, I mean, in that context, too, they could be switching between stunt guys.
2: Which is what I figured that was more the case. But, you know, it could be – I mean, they, they could there could be cuts there. It's possible.
3: Yeah. You know, it, to but, me, whether well, they're cuts it, or not – It doesn't take away that – it's a really cool-looking sequence.
2: It, it doesn't take away from me, I don't think.
3: Right. The, the whole scene, it looks like one cut. I'm going to take it as being – whether it is or not, they made it look like one. So I'm going to take it for what they presented it to be. And it was done so well, and it was so visceral, and so yeah. – Meat and bone and blood. No, no, that
1: was Kingpin in the car door that you're thinking of. Oh
3: God! Visceral oh, yeah, and yeah. meat and bone. Meat and blood that and was blood. good too. That was good too. It wasn't quite as good as the hall the, the hallway scene, but um, it, that was good too. Oh no, no, the car door thing was just like. I, I think the weird thing. Horrible. Is be, I think, I think well, the they weird... had to show the Kingpin meant fucking business. Yeah. They had to yeah. show it.
0: I think. Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here uh, It it actually is one shot. Okay. However, it's multiple actors playing him. Okay.
3: Oh sounds about right. Interesting.
2: It, it, it probably cuts back to Charlie Cox at the beginning and the end and close ups. I um, would he, assume when he go, go, goes yeah. in and out, they
3: uh, just, makes sense. just watching that scene though, how he's like, he's just staggering, leaning against the wall, like a boxer at the uh-huh. end of 10 rounds, barely able to stand, <laughs> but some guy comes at him and he manages to like, you know, get his knee up just enough to get, you know, hit the guy I in mean, the gut, knock him down. Just considering
2: it, he already got the shit beat out of him at the beginning of the episode.
3: Right. Yeah. It just feels so good and so real man um, it was amazing I
2: think the, the weird thing about daredevil season um two is going to be him being in the costume the whole time
3: oh yeah that's yeah
1: because be i weird. don't like but the I, costume I, that I, much
2: I, I like it but it's just going to be at this point like it's the third season of a netflix show and it's like oh right superheroes <laughs>
1: yeah. no but like there was something really great about him spending 12 episodes in the black shirt and just the the rag mask
2: but it does make the costume reveal feel worth it. I think
1: it in, in one sense. Yes. um, But at the same time, like I was so used to the black suit just being what daredevil was in this world Mm -hmm. that the jump to the armored costume just kind of, it sort of takes it out of that.
3: I wish they would have had one transition where it was like a red shirt and a red mask. Yeah. And then gone to, I think there'd been a slightly more transition
1: like yeah. okay so like if he'd spent uh, like if he had transitioned to the red shirt and mask in the last episode for the confrontation with Kingpin and then spent mm. like half the next season in that be- and then go I, to the armored suit
2: at, at, at the same time i think th- they they do make a point of why the armored suit is necessary because yeah. he keeps getting his shit pushed in. Well, to, yeah, and and, he's, and, if and he, he's going up against somebody who beat the shit out of him before.
1: Yeah, if he tried to fight King he something else without some protection, else. he was. He
2: needed something else. He's going
3: till Bullseye I, shows up. So, oh
2: god. Um. Yeah, I don't know if he's supposed to be Colin Farrell. Oh god. God. Yeah, no,
3: no, yeah. Not bullseye, Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um I know I know I know Punisher and Electra are in the next season. I don't know about anybody else.
3: Uh, Electra. I hope they make her interesting for once. Could be. <laughs> if it, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen here. Uh huh.
2: It's not Jennifer Garner. <laughs> it's that it's that, you know, um I don't know, she was in the second G. I. Joe movie.
3: Yeah, that helps a lot, Ken. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there's like Two women in that movie. You know,
3: she was that girl, the one with the hair. Yes.
2: The,
3: <laughs> the one boobs that was just, and the vulva. The
2: one that was actually dressed like Electra. Jinx. Yes, there we go. Oh yeah, that
3: was Jinx. What,
0: okay, was she so who was
1: the actress? I
2: don't know who the actress is. I just know who she played.
1: Great. Okay, so, so... that's been our uh, spoiler <laughs> podcast on Jennifer Jones and other assorted topics. So. Um... Wait!
2: Wait! Wait! What? <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer
1: Jones. Jessica Jones. <laughs> you said Jennifer, Jennifer Garner, Garner, and yeah.
0: And you were I thinking about you. Jennifer Garner for reasons.
1: <laughs> I was thinking how glad I was I didn't ever watch Alias. Oh, God. <laughs> right,
2: full circle. We started talking about JJ J. Abrams and came back to that. Yeah, this is
0: all about Jerrica Jones, a.k.a.
3: Jim. <laughs> J. J. Oh, God. JJ Jones. Yeah, Jar Jar Jones. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god, there's a bad mental
3: illness. Listen, super strength!
2: No! God, no! <laughs>
3: Why? Good night, everybody! <laughs>